With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Amen. 
Romans, the 12th chapter, and the third verse, Paul is speaking. And he says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God have dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen? This morning I want to share with you, everyone has value. Amen? Can you open your mouth and say that with me? Everyone has value. Look at somebody and say, everyone has value. Look in your sanctified mirror and say, self, everyone has value, including you. Amen. You may take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Paul was a very intelligent man, a highly sought after and thought of man. Spoke 14 different languages. He had tent-making skills. He had the insight and the grace and touch of God all over his life. He had been redeemed, if you would, on the road of the master. And of all the accolades that Paul had received and all of the splendor and the recognition that Paul had received, he never thought himself greater than his next brother. He never looked upon himself as a person to be in the have or have not section. He was simply a man on a mission from God, carrying out things as expeditiously as he could because he knew that he had already wasted enough time. How many realize that we've wasted enough time? And because time is of the essence you need to take advantage of every given moment to you. Somebody say, right now. Right now. When Paul realized the, the urgency of his message, he realized the greatest message that he could leave for his brothers and his sisters is not to overlook anyone because we all have value. Amen? Y'all know sometimes I get stuck on words. And if I don't do anything, I want to get clarity for myself, and hopefully it helps you in the midst of me get us some clarity. Amen? And I thought of the word value. We hear it all the time. Get value saving. I value your friendship. I value your opinion. And I challenge myself, I hear the word, I understand the word, but do I truly understand the anointing of the word value? Am I making any sense? You know it's coming, don't you, Peter? Here comes the definition. The definition is the regard that something is held to be deserved. Huh. The importance, worth, or usefulness of something. That's a pretty heavy word, value, isn't it? Now when I turn that toward me, somebody say talking to me. When I turn that toward me, my prince, you have value. You have power. Now it's a matter of what do I see the work of my value when I look in the mirror. How do I pass that value on to encourage the next person? Jasmine, you 
have value. John, you have value. Doria, you have value. All of you have value. The key word is that you're worth something. You're worth enough that God allowed his only begotten son to hang on Calvary's cross on your behalf. So we all have value. Now, you notice that there are two types of value ladder. There's man value and there's God's value. Man predicates your value upon your social elitist status. Man predicates your value upon your bank account. Man predicates value upon the zip code in which you reside. But thanks be to God that his value goes deeper than that. God's value system is so balanced that you can go from the poor house to a house with many rooms. Y'all don't hear me. And you can go from a house with many rooms here on earth to lifting your eyes from hell. Thank God for his value system. Amen? When we understand that grace has been granted to all of us. Why? Because we all have value. Paul understood his grace. You've got to remember Paul's circumstances. Paul had a letter on his person directly from Caesar with the authority to do whatever he saw fit to do with the disciples and the followers of Jesus Christ. I want you to understand the urgency and the importance and the validity of Paul's message. As Paul is on the road of the master, he is not down. He already has a letter on him denouncing who Jesus proclaims and proclaims to be. But the first thing out of Paul's mouth was, Lord, is that you? And the Lord begins to talk to him. Why do you kick against the bricks? Translation, why are you fighting a losing battle? What is fueling you so bad that you're willingly going against me when I've been the truth yesterday, today, and forever? And as Paul has this epiphany in life. He began to have a sense of urgency, a sense of redirection. See, God can save anybody. But the question is that anybody got to want to be saved. I was talking to a friend of mine about a week or so ago. And I said, you know, the only challenge that I've seen with the drug dealer is that his motives are different. He said, what do you mean? I said, the same success in organizational, organizational skills for that drug dealer to set up his connections, drop-off, money system, delivery system, all that, take some Knowledge takes some brain power. The same as it does with a businessman. One man may be selling shoes, the other one is selling marijuana. But the same fortitude and stick to itness. Y'all don't hear me talking. The same determination of being the best among the best. He just have a different motive. Paul had a different motive until he realized he had some value. That drug dealer needs to realize that he has some value. 
Even the businessman needs to realize that he has some value. But what has happened, man has categorized themselves to so I'll listen to you if you got enough money enough in your account. I'll listen to you if your house is big enough. I'll listen to you if your congregation is big enough. I'll listen to you if you can fit in my little world. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So Paul said, I understand the grace factor. Here's my challenge. Do you understand the grace that you're on? Some of us are so caught up in what others are doing, you forget that you're on grace too. Yeah, they mess up. Far removed. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to you. But worry about your grace rate. Here we go, Sister Stay in your lane. You're so preoccupied that you can't carry out the assignment that God has for you. What God has for me is for me. It don't mean things. It also means assignment. Am I making any sense this morning? Number two, don't think because of your status in society that it gives you more or less value in God's eyes. Well, Lord, I, on the board of directors at the church, I tithe X amount a year, plus I give a hefty offering. So my value system is greater than that, who's on a limited fixed income. Surely they couldn't bring more value than what I could do, Lord. I have enough money, Lord, that if I needed to, or if I wanted to, I could build up a brand new sanctuary and never bat an eye. That still doesn't get you on an inside track to heaven. Just as the woman asked Jesus, which one of my sons are going to sit on your right side? Because of status. Your status only matters on Facebook. Hello. That's the only thing that matters. People oohing and on. Woo, look at all the followers they got. That's the only way that, that here's the thing. Lord Hamburg. Thank you, Jesus. You got all these followers, where are you leading them? Follow me as I follow Christ. What good is it for you to have 4,000 followers, and you don't even once deliver them an ounce of salvation. What good is it? What good is it for you to have 4,000 followers because all you produce is garbage? Garbage in, garbage out. Every time you post something, somebody's twerking. Hey. I don't know if I did it right. So, friend, don't open your eyes, sister friend. You got to be my eyes. She gets shamed. She never knows what the Lord will have you say if you up here. <laughs> no, I'm the blind one, sister friend. But that's the only time you can get attention. The only time you get some light. But if you say, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Post, you get crickets. The only one who likes your post is your mama. That's my baby. I trained them right. But what good is a big following if you're leading them to nowhere? Paul realized when he talked to the brotherhood in Philippians, the poor you'll have with you always. But let me insert some if y'all don't mind. But there's value within the men. 
Let me ask you something. Put on your business hat just for a second. If my goal was to make $1,000 by the end of the week, $1,000, clock starts to run. Would you try to find one person that could give you $1,000? Would you try to find two people that could give you 500 each? Would you try to find five people that can give you 200 each? Would you try to find a thousand people that could give you a dollar each? Which one has the more value? No, no, no shots. Which one has the more value? If two could put 10,000 to a flight, if that one know three others, one from the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and said, hey, I put a dollar into this cause. Will you join me and match what I put into this cause? What am I trying to say? It's the same way we're building God's kingdom. You try to get the big heavy tiger. I just want the brokenhearted. I want the ones that, that are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I want the ones that want a true word from God. I want the ones that understand that there's still somebody that's preaching and teaching God's word for what it is. Those are the ones I'm looking for. Because I believe if you preach and teach God's word for what it is, the money going to come. I told you last week, don't let your numbers fool you. Don't let your numbers deceive you because you don't see a swelling number of people knocking down the door. Don't mean that this church is not healthy. This church is healthy financially. This church is healthy physically and spiritually. Watch this, Sister Sanberry. I told Philip about the roof, right? And I said, I need you to go up there. He said, I'm going to go up there, Pop. But, but, I'm going to do it the best of my business. I don't want some sad bear fussing at me. That's called accountability. Y- y'all don't hear me. I ain't going to have no fussing at me. And I just chuckle. I say, I don't want no fussing at me neither. That's called accountability. When you understand the importance and the power of accountability, if you want to be held accountable, join the team. Am I making sense? One will put a thousand. Two will ten thousand. Imagine what three gonna do. Imagine what four gonna do. You see what Jesus did with twelve? He shook an entire world. So understanding the value. In everyone. Why do you think McDonald's have, well, I don't think it's a dollar value meal anymore. They, it's $2, $3. I don't know. I stay away from McDonald's. That's like a point symbol to me. Why do you think they have those value meals? Everybody can't afford a quarter pound. But they still want the luxury of being treated to eating out. Y'all better hear me this morning. There's value. Each and every one of them. When the woman gave her little change, her little change that she dropped off in the cup, everybody's dropping off big money, tossing off big money, money that they really y'all don't y'all don't want to hear me, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Money that they really could afford to burn up, and thinking they're doing something. But when you understand, this woman gave from her very essence, her very fiber, her very well-being, her very soul, is when Jesus stopped the petition. Now, this woman gave more than any of you. Why? Because she sacrificed. When you can teach people 
that regardless of what you think you have or what you don't have, there's value in what you do. There's value in what you say. There's value in what you give. I wouldn't care. I'll share this with you with some years ago. I don't even think I ever shared this with you all. We took up an offer for $47. Place was packed. And I almost put one of them old school preacher moves. Go another round. Because I know they got it. God said, sit down and shut up. I said, yes, Lord. And for the whole week, they say confession is good for the soul, right? For that whole week, I was mumbling on $47, and it wasn't an empty seat in the house. $47, Jesus? How are we going to even pay a light bill off of $47? Lord didn't even say nothing that whole week. I don't know how, but God's going to do it. The very next week, we probably had 20 people in here. It's serving. God met us, took up the offer, over $2,000. God said, you're counting the wrong number. Oh, y'all, y'all, you got me. You, you looking at the wrong thing. You focus on the stuff that don't even matter. He said, don't you know that I fed multitude of folks who hollered crucify me, but I still fed them? He said, you keep feeding, and I'll keep leading, and watch I do the increase. I'll do the increase in a way that you won't ever see it. God has blessed this ministry, I say this ministry, that people are still calling after 10 years of going through, said, I never would have made it if it had not been for that church. They're all making hefty salaries. Thanking God for what they gained from this little old church. Folks have gotten rebounded because they've been so polluted and colluded by church folks. Because they felt like they had no value. People are coming here with such a wretched background that they didn't think they were worthy until they came across this ministry. Not this preacher, y'all. I don't want you to get it twisted, but this ministry. Because the ministry is going to be bigger than the preacher. Am I making any sense? I can remember being in Waco, Texas, Brother John, and God just told me, embrace this sister. And I embraced her. I said, God just told me to come hug you. And Peter, she broke down and started to boo-hoo like a newborn baby. I didn't understand it for the life of me, and I was like, what's going on? What's this all about? She said, sir, I don't want to alarm you. She said, but I haven't had a hug in almost eight years. I said, really? She said, see, I'm HIV positive. And when my family found out, they didn't want to have nothing to do with me. When my Boyfriend found out he didn't want to have nothing to do with me. When my friends found out they didn't want to have anything to do with me. He said, and I felt like God had abandoned me. He said, but when you just held me and said, God told me to hug you, it brought hope back into my life. She felt some value come back into her life. That's what the gospel is all about, bringing about some value to some people who felt like they had been forgotten, who felt like nobody else cared, who felt like nobody would matter if they were living or dying. But God said, what I put in you, 
can't no man take from you. And when you understand the value that God has for one of you, it'll make you stop what you're doing to go and check on my brother or sister. Question, am I? What? Am I? Am I? Yes or no? If I'm my brother's keeper, I see his value. Am I I making any sense? If I'm my brother's keeper, I give them an inside lane of redemption. Yeah, they're doing some stuff that I don't agree with. Yeah, they're saying some things that I don't agree with. Yes, they're going places that I don't agree with. But that's not for me to determine. It's for me to take a little bit of God and the grace that's been extended to me to pass it forward. Am I making any sense? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that's value right there, whosoever, I'm a drug addict, so I'm promiscuous, so I'm a liar, so I'm a thief, so look at here. I need y'all to repeat this. Regardless of your past, there's work for you in the church. If you're a thief, you just won't count the money. If you're a liar, you will not be over testimony service. Am I I in here, Peter? All right. If you promiscuous, you will not be on home visitation. Amen. I'm so glad I'm. All right, I just wanted to make sure y'all was in here. Amen. You got to know your strengths and your weaknesses. Moses said, Lord, I stutter. I'll give you Aaron. Could you imagine some of the frustration that Aaron had? talking to Moses to translate to the people what needs to be said. Y'all remember Hall of Knights and the fighter who stuttered? I'm wrong. So I say move on. (laughs) It didn't matter if he stuttered or not. He got his point across. He was willing to carry out. He understood his value. See, what, what, what you look at as a negative really is a positive in God's eyes. Think about it this way. If God made you perfect, you wouldn't have no humility, no humbleness about you at all. Just imagine. Now, we're honest. We look at ourselves every day, and there's something you'd like to change about yourself, right? But if it was everything that you thought you wanted, everything, and every time you looked in the mirror, you said, perfect, you would lose your mind. You wouldn't have no motivation. You wouldn't have no desire to even, what, what, what I need to do, I, I got it all together. Let me make you laugh. I'm my friend. Let me laugh over that Jesus. I don't need nothing. I'm my friends. I got it all together. Thanking Jesus. No, you need to thank me. That's how we would be. But something about going through keeps you grounded and rooted. Now, I'm not saying that you're going through a meat grinder, that you just so crumbled up that you don't know up from down, in, from out. But every now and then, 
God needs to come knock at the door. Say, bring it down a notch. You're getting beside yourself. And you say, yes, Lord, and keep it moving. But understand that the value system is really fair and balanced. Because God's not moved by your numbers. Amen? I'm almost done. Listen. Oh, here we go. Got too fair. We're too fair. Regardless of where you're ranked in society, learn how to lift up. Think about that. Isn't it strange how God will allow people to come in your path when you're down? And you're going, I don't know what you're coming to me for. I'm catching it myself. And God began to let you tap into your little reserve to drop some nuggets on somebody else. And they begin to feel better about their situation. In essence, you start feeling better about your situation. That's how God works. If you're so consumed about what's bothering you, you don't have time to reach out to help others that you know are going through. What does that make us? It's stupid, hypocritical, and selfish, which I last checked is not going to keep you in good standing with God. Amen? Being hypocritical because they can't see you doesn't mean you're not being seen. I told y'all about the preacher who was doing a revival, 21-day revival. Had the people fasting. I don't need y'all eating from this time to that time. Every day, God's going to give us a breakthrough. Somebody went to go check on the preacher. He had full course meal. Full course meal. It's funny, but it's terrible at the same time. Here you telling the folks to deny themselves so God can tap into them. They're following your lead because they believe you to be a servant of God, a true man of God. And here you are with, you can't even move, you so fool. Full of turkey and rice. That was Sister Willie represented. So, Sadbury, I, I had, I know turkey wings have been big by nature, but I almost slept for two days. Sister Willie made some turkey, rice, and gravy. And all I remember was saying, mm, and woke up, it was dark all in the house. That was value in Sister Willie. Amen? There's value in the least of us. There's value in every little thing that you do, seen or unseen. That's why you never stop doing on God's behalf. You might not ever get the booming acknowledgement. At this moment, we'd like to recognize Sister Deidre Santi. Sister Deidre Santi is an employed officer at KDISD. Maybe that's too much information now, is Maybe you don't get that kind of a Announcement. Maybe you don't get that kind of recognition. But it doesn't mean you don't have any value. Maybe you're only allowed to give $5 a month. Doesn't mean that the giving's gone unnoticed. Maybe you're not in a position to give anything at this moment. Somebody say, at this moment. That means God's not going to keep you, sustain you, and that you don't have any value. Somebody say, keep on keeping on. And when you keep on keeping on, God begin to open them door. Remember we just said, I don't know how, but God's going to do it. That little door begin to crack. And the stronger your faith gets, well, God's going to do it. You get to walking right on in. The next thing you know, you hit the door, walking up and down the aisle. Why? Because your faith. 
has made you faithful. <laughs> you held fast to those few things. Now I'm going to make you a ruler of many. If you can't be on time for $1,200 a month job, what makes you think you're going to be on time for a $12,000 a month job? Am I in here? You all don't understand when it says your gift will make room for you. Stop complaining that they're not appreciating what you're doing on the job and realize that somebody somewhere sees your value and they're waiting on the opportunity. Oh, I didn't know how long you were going to be tied up with Company X because, you know, we don't want to have any lawsuits about tampering. But now that you're free, we've been watching you for a while. And we'd like to offer you a job starting at six figures. You get you get on on what you talking about? Y'all gonna pay me this amount for simply doing this? That's when you know you're blessed. That's when you know you're doing what you love. See, work is gonna always be work. I want y'all to understand, I'm about to close. A job is going to always be a job. What you need to be geared upon is a career. Being saved is one thing, but making heaven is another. Why is it that Jesus is coming back to the church first? The world has already been established on their destiny. God got to come clean up the house. Come in the house. Come in the house. Lord Jesus, you're welcome. Could you imagine that everybody, Jesus come through, everybody's not going to make it from the house. We're saying, Jesus, you are Welcome to come in the house. Wouldn't it be a tragedy to go to hell from church because you didn't appreciate the value of a brother John? Because you didn't appreciate the value of Sister Catherine? You didn't appreciate the value of a, of a Sister Peter? You look down at them for years. God, you, God, you kept wondering why God has you at the church and why he has them at the church. Because God wants you to make a connect with them. And God said, well, they ain't going to get it. I might want to show up now. And you said, Jesus, I'm so glad you're here because I was wondering when you was going to show up. Because, I'm, boy, there's some folk in here that need to be gone. And the Lord said, you're absolutely right. Depart from me. Thy worker of iniquity. Understand the power of that. Understand the power of that when you don't understand the value of God's people. God coming to the church. Jesus coming to the church, and he's going to be in the church saying, depart from me, thy worker of iniquity. You know where he's going to come straight first? Straight to the pool. Depart from me. Well, hold on, hold on, Jesus. Hold on, I built this ministry. I created this ministry from nothing. God said, that's where you're wrong. Because anything I birthed came from something. Woo! Anything that I gave you came from something. And you took it and manipulated it, abused it. For your own filthy lucre, depart from me, thy worker of iniquity. But, Lord, what about all those revivals I put on? Yes. And the value was in the soul's game. God could use a rooster 
He could use a donkey. He could even use a lion preacher to bring man unto redemption. We can't look at the messenger. We have to focus on the message. I need you to look across this building right now and say, you have that. Believe that. Look at somebody else and say, you have vowed. Believe that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your refreshing power of the word. We thank you for the atoning power of the word. We thank you for the redemptive power of the word. And it's not man, God. It's the word that will build us. It's your word that will sustain us. And it's your word that will propel us to higher heights and deeper depths. Lord, I pray that this word falls on fertile ground. Falls on ground that will regurgitate the same core and value system that you're teaching us here on earth. And God, help mold man's intellect so that it will line up with your precepts and concepts. And we could be great students and teachers of your divine word. I pray for your healing. I pray for your grace. And I pray for your deliverance. In Jesus' holy name, we all say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. I dare you to give him praise right now, wherever you are.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.